Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. Yes, it's the same guy. I'm sorry. I know that guy stinks. Uh, you get the same guy anyway. I have just ditched the beard. We are now officially out of the Corona thing, and I have to act like the attorney I am. So I am your host, Mark Seavey, the Special Projects Counsel at the American Legion, joined as always by Ashley Garbolja Maldonado from our nation's capital and Jeff Daly from Hollywood Post 43. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing amazing. I, I logged on today and I, I was wondering who the imposter was, and uh, it, was, it was you. Un- it was at Boys State, it was pretty good. When I finally shaved everything off, the boys walked right by me, had no idea that I was their counselor. So I just blamed everything on the other guy that was their counselor. Everything that went bad was before <laughs> this guy showed up. Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing well. And for those who are listening, so uh, Mark has shaved off his beard. He is it's gone. He's beardless. It is um, no moss. No moss. No moss. All right. Well, hey, today, I'm okay. Today okay. we well, it's weird a- because you said end of COVID and you're unmasked. See how it I'm all in, works together. Whoa. I'm, I, I'm inside. I'm in Deep. Florida, as a matter of fact. So it's very nice out here. I'm waiting for the uh, the storm to start any minute, which wearing is a a sort of a daily thing. A I'm the only guy man. in the state of Florida wearing a hoodie. But I just now that I don't have the beard to hide in, I hide in the sweatshirt. So again, a man of many layers. All right. Okay. Today, we're going to have a great uh, guest. In, it is Anthony Price. He's the executive director of the Gold Star Ride Foundation. He started riding motorcycles during the Nixon administration, started riding for Gold Star families in 2013, and in 2016, he co-founded the Gold Star Ride Foundation to honor families of the fallen. The Gold Ride Foundation's mission is to actively support, comfort, and provide education benefits to Gold Star families throughout the United States, and to provide these things directly with personal visits via motorcycle, and to support those other organizations that work to assist in these same activities. He's a U.S. Navy veteran and a member of American Legion, Minnesota, post-1982. So we will do a quick commercial break, and then we will be back with Anthony Price. The American Legion is Veterans Strength in America. We're in your community, supporting veterans, service members, and their families, enriching the lives of young people and promoting citizenship and patriotism. Our members are passionate about these core values. Help strengthen America by joining the American Legion today. For more information, Go to legion.org slash join. All right. Now we are joined by Anthony Price coming at us from Minnesota. So, uh, Ashley, as is our uh, typical here, you get the first shot. Absolutely. Well, Anthony, thanks for so much for joining us. And uh, I, I give kudos to Mark for being able to read a bio, you know, all of the above. So well, it's my pleasure, Ashley. Excellent. Well, it's I want to know. to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to know more about you co-founding the Gold Star Ride Foundation. Tell us a little bit about it, the inspiration, because obviously, you know, you started riding with Gold Star Families in 2013. 
Take us through the timeline. I, I did. I did. I started in 2013 by accident, and that's usually the way it goes. And and I have to warn you that your question is so open-ended and so broad that I could probably talk for about that's three why, hours. That's why they throw it to me first. <laughs> uh, but I'll try to I'll I'll try to make it uh, effective for the listeners and, and the people watching this thing so that they don't get too bored with my speech. Anyway, uh, in 2013, I was just ha- hanging out and a bunch of guys in motorcycles rolled up and they said, hey, uh, we're going on a ride tomorrow. Why don't you come with us? And I said, OK. And I got on my motorcycle and I went on this ride. And about an hour into the ride, we stopped to visit a, a family in a residential part of town. And I didn't know why we were there. And there was about 75 motorcycles that day. And um, the short story is I got to meet a gold star widow. And that's when I found out what the motorcycle ride was all about on that particular day. There's a group from Minnesota here that goes out once a year, one Saturday a year, they go out to see gold star families. And after riding with them for three years, I went to the board of directors. It is a locally uh, organized nonprofit organization, 501c3. And I went to the board of directors and I said, what we're doing here is really awesome. It's just not nearly enough. We need to go national. There's gold star families everywhere. And they all burst into laughter and they said, you'll never do it. It'll never happen. And we're not going to be any part of anything like that. So I said, yeah, okay. Uh, and I found a few people to be uh, on my board with me and, and we co-founded the gold star ride foundation. And I started riding all over the country. Now to give you a couple of bullet points real fast here, before we move on to other subjects, uh, I went on what I call my, my first ride in 2017, and I went to seven states and I visited with about a dozen families. In 2018, I did a really big ride that was July 2nd to like August 26th or something. Um, and to date, I have now completed 21 rides around the country. California and Nevada are the only states I've only been to once. Uh, every other state in the union, I've been to at least twice, many of them three, four, and five times. In fact, I was in your neck of the woods just a couple weeks ago for Memorial Day I was out in DC and I rode with uh, let's see if I can do this correctly the uh, protest to remember the the MIAs and (laughs) and POWs I got to do that backwards because that's literally behind me that's not like a it's not a computer generated graphic that's just a flag that's hanging out there behind me so yeah I was I have now completed 21 rides I've logged 81,000 miles on my motorcycle since July 2nd 2018. Uh, and I've been to all 48 states and I've now met with more than 350 gold star families around the country. That is absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. And I have to ask, you know, what are you riding? What, 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 <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, you got, you said 80, 80,000 you know, miles the, out there. The, the mechanic says I'm riding a piece of junk and it's a death trap. Um, but hopefully <laughs> he's going to fix all those things that are wrong with it. As a coincidence on my 21st ride, I was about 150 miles into it. Um, when the motorcycle went into limp mode, that means I couldn't go any faster than like five miles an hour. Um, oh, and no. uh, it's a, it's a computer protection device in the computer or in the motorcycle. It's supposed to prevent you from doing any real damage. I don't know how well it works. All I know is I couldn't ride anymore. So my bike had to be trailered and the rest of the guys that were in that motorcycle ride, maybe follow them in a cage. That was a uh, 549.8 miles start to finish. That was wow. just, that was just Saturday, <laughs> just Ooh, the one day. Just that's, one day. that's a lot anyway, of time. I, yeah, I just took, wow. so I just took the motorcycle into a, a repair technician because the repairs that it needed were beyond my scope. And, and he called me up twice and three times. He just screams at me at the phone saying, how dare you let this motorcycle get to this state of disrepair. And believe me, I'm cleaning up his language. <laughs> <laughs> he had a much more colorful way of saying it. That's um, too funny. 
Yeah. Anyway, the, the, apparently everything behind the driver's seat was ready to fall off the motorcycle. The back wheel was coming off. The fender was coming off. My, my luggage, uh, my saddlebags and my trunk were about ready to fall off. Everything was just falling off the back and and we got it to him just in time. So he's fixing all that stuff. The motorcycle itself is a 13 year old Harley Davidson ultra classic. Oh, okay. Electric glide ultra classic. My father has an electric glide classic. So I'm, I'm very familiar with repairs. He was very proud a few weeks ago. He was like, I bought these led lights and I installed them myself and they wanted to charge me $900. He's so proud. Anthony, I can't even begin to tell you. I should have called you. I should have called you, Ashley, and said, can you come out here and fix my motorcycle? After all, we were. I am a bit of a jack of all trades. I'm not going to brag. I did install a fan a few days ago and I've been doing some electrical work, but that's besides Uh, the point. You installed a fan like you took it out of the box and plugged it into the wall and put it in. the You know what? I had to. It was a lot more complicated. The recess was not great. I'm, you know. I had to figure some things out. I had to call. I had to do some FaceTimes with my dad really close with the phone, but. Well, know. I'm glad that you had some <laughs> success in, in installing an air moving device. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> well, all right. Well, I will, I will flip over the next question to Jeff Daly. I, uh, I, I'm saddened that you uh, haven't been to California yet. If you do. I'm sorry, Jeff. I've only been there once. Oh, you've only been there once. As a matter of fact, when I was there, allow this. When I was there, I spoke at the Hollywood American Legion and was signing copies of this book. Wait, wait, wait. When was this? Uh, I was going to springtime uh, 2019. Springtime 2019. Wait, I was a member. Springtime 2019. Uh, uh, I okay. happened to get there. On, it was uh, there was a lot going on at the post that day. It was like uh, apparently there's a lot of um, entertainment professionals that are members there, and there was somebody speaking about the entertainment profession. Oh, nice. As well as as well as me being there. But another day. Uh, I All can't right, wait well, to come time, back. Next time, you, time next time you come back, please make sure to look me up. Yeah, that's so, a very historic building. It's wonderful to be there. I was I was really glad to be a part of that. And more people rubbing it in than they've been to your post. And I, I, I know Jeff is very proud of, of his post and, you know, very we, proud of we give post. him a lot of slack, but it is a very impressive post. I've been there myself. Yeah. The, the, only, thing was, that, the only thing yeah. that's bad about uh, Hollywood is that thing that you call limp mode is average mode. I drive around at five <laughs> miles per hour regularly and no fuel additive named after Viagra is going to help that limp mode. It's just, uh, yeah. Traffic in your neighborhood is that was the worst nightmare that I brought back from, from, uh, that part of California traffic was just horrid. When I did finally make it to the, the Hollywood post 43, I got to meet another guy who's riding one of these, uh, new electric bikes. And he said, I'm on, I ride the line all the time in California. You can ride the line in between the lanes. He says, I'm on the line all the time. And I don't even care if the cops come after me because what are they going to do? They can't get that squad car down that line. And, and he says, I'm going 90 all the time in between the cars. He says, so, you maybe so, have a little bit more courage than me. Yeah, that's that was a weird thing for me too, coming from Becky's from Michigan, which I see it was the end of one of your trips. So that was a good ending to a trip, mm-hmm. I see. So my question is, you've been to all these places. I'm reading, I'm looking at the, the, the state little abbreviations and I put little check marks by the places that I've been and uh-huh. more that I have not been than I have been. So that's, that's a sad state for me. I'm curious, how do you put, we'll have to get you a motorcycle, Jeff. 
Yeah, you're, you're going to have to stop my mom from flying here and smacking me upside the head. No, the I'll come out time. with a camera for that. That'll, that <laughs> I want to see that. Right. How do you plan these trips and, and what goes into it and determines the stops and, and the things that you do? And uh, yeah, that's it. Well, there, it's a multifaceted process, but it starts with getting a, an email, a text message or a phone call or a letter from somebody who identifies himself as a gold star. So, for example, coming up in September, I think the third week in September, there's a young lady in Houston that's getting married and her father was killed in Iraq. And they've the family has asked us if we can help out with some of those expenses. And, um, you know, as as we're doing that, what, one of the things that makes the Gold Star Ride Foundation that gives it its personality is that we when we help families, we do it in person. So we went to Nashville to to see the Gold Star widow who suffered from trees that were half broken down after the tornado. It looked like she was going to lose her house and the next gust of wind came by. So we went down and helped her get those trees cleared out. So her house is safe. Um, and we went down to Pensacola, Florida to help the family down there. Um, boy, that was a really sad story how they became gold stars, but the 21 year old son, uh, his truck broke down and he couldn't get to work. So we went down there and, and took his truck and we, we negotiated with the mechanic and we got him back on the road. Um, these are the sorts of things that we do, but it always starts with an email, a phone call, a text message, um, or, or a snail mail, like the wedding in Houston, um, where somebody just reaches out to us and says, um, we're a gold star. And it, it just kind of starts from there. In one case, as a matter of fact, we got to meet Jeremy's dad. Um, and if I can be a little bit cliche here, uh, they say a soldier dies two deaths. And I use the word soldier to represent sailors and airmen and, and Marines and everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but they say a soldier dies two deaths, one when they stop breathing and one when we stop saying their name. So I like to say their names as much as I can. So Jeremy was uh, part of the Army Rangers that was training under George Bush Sr., to uh, the, the training for the mission was actually to go remove Saddam Hussein, which never occurred, but there was a tragic accident during the training and he lost his life in uh, Salt Lake, in the Great Salt Lake, Salt, in near Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I got to meet his, Jeremy's father, uh, who actually served in World War II, but I got to meet Jeremy's father. And the reason I got to meet Jeremy's father is back in 2018, um, the first stop on my really long ride that I went all over the country was a little town called Amory, Wisconsin. And when I stopped in there, we had some lunch and we met a couple of gold stars and stuff. And a local newspaper came out and did a local story. Weird guy on motorcycles shows up to honor gold stars. Well, three days later, after the newspaper story got up, came out, I got a really nasty email and it said, how dare you come to Amory, Wisconsin without stopping to see me? So uh, we stayed in contact, uh, email back and forth once every two months, whether we needed it or not. And we finally got to go see him on June 26th. We got to stop and see um, Byron, uh, who's Jeremy's father. And, and we got to hear the story in person of how he lost his son 30 years ago. And it doesn't make any difference. I don't know if any of you guys are gold stars or not, but it doesn't make any difference how long ago you lost your, your family member that gave you your gold star. Uh, it, it never goes away. And anytime what, what I, the feedback that I get is that every time I show up, uh, they're really glad I showed up. So I'm really, really glad to do it. Um, it, it's what makes me jump out of bed every morning. Did I answer your question? You did better <laughs> than answer my question. My question is just a segue for you to, to impart your wisdom and experience. So thank you for that. 
Well, and, uh, goodness sakes, uh, calling it wisdom. I mean, I've earned all of these gray hairs. That's true. But calling it wisdom is a that that might just be a compliment that I don't deserve yet. Well, I'm a Marine, so the bar is set pretty low. So, well, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. thank you for the ride. You're welcome for the ride. <laughs> hey, and as long as we're talking about that, can I lift this up? Can you see that name? Token, Token Squid. Squid. That's, that's my road name, Token Squid. That's what all the bikers call me. I got that name from a Marine Lieutenant Colonel, retired here in Minneapolis. Um, he was hosting the Marine birthday party for many years. I think he did it 16 years, and he, and he still does it. And um, about five years ago, he got on a local radio station, and I happened to be listening to the radio station at the time. And he did a call in for a request, and he was talking to the DJ, and he's saying, hey, any Marines out there want to come out and celebrate the party? We do this informal Marine birthday party at this bar, and we're all going to have a lot of fun. And then he says to the DJ, he says, well, you know Tony Price? And the DJ says, yeah, yeah, I know Tony Price. We go way back. And he says, yeah, Tony is going to be there. He's our token squid. And <laughs> So it's because I uh, attended the Marine birthday party every year, the informal Marine birthday party. That's how I earned my road name, Token Squid. Nice. All right. I, I've been uh, pretty unrepentant about my love of all things Minnesota, from Ely to Brainerd down to Marshall. It's undoubtedly one of my favorite trips uh, when I make it. I'm, I'm kind of curious. There's got to be, you know, as you're as you're riding across the country, what are some of the two or three just best rides where you've been like, wow, this is amazing. Excuse me. I, I always, uh, I get that question often mm -hmm. and my response to it usually surprises people. Uh, number one on my list is the Ozarks, Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's not only the roads that are there because you're talking about riding on roads and which roads are the most fun yeah. to, uh, you know, for the wind therapy, because you just left a gold star family and you're really sad and you get tears streaming down your face. So you get out there and you get that wind therapy and, um, that helps you regenerate so you can show up for the next one. Um, the roads in, in Northwest Arkansas are pretty amazing. And they also have the most unusual signage. The most unusual warning signs are in that I've seen are in Northwest Arkansas because they say, uh, roads crooked and steep. They don't say sharp turn. They don't say turn left at 15 miles an hour. They just say crooked and steep. <laughs> and that just, uh, that's, it's kind of a throwback. My friends here in Minnesota, we like to say that those signs are actually referencing the politicians in Minnesota. Yeah. Anyway, we have a little bit of fun with that, but, uh, the Ozarks is my favorite place to go. And my second favorite place to go would probably be, uh, the Allegheny mountains in Pennsylvania. And then third, then I tag on with everybody else who rides motorcycles anywhere in the country. Uh, third for me, it'd probably be the Black Hills. Yeah, that would be. Uh, yeah, that, that's that would be my number one, too. I loved going through there. I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah, some that Spearfish Canyon is one of the greatest roads in the country. It, it really, really is spectacular. And anybody who's listening or watching who doesn't who's never been to Spearfish Canyon, uh, it's about a 50 mile stretch of road that has no straight spots. And on one side is the river. So you're following the river right in the ditch. Right. And the other side is, uh, about a, I don't know, 400 foot Canyon wall. So it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing little journey through there, but, uh, I still like the Ozarks. Nice. All right. Well, we will take our first commercial break here and we will be right back in 30 seconds. Delete. 100 Miles for Hope is back, and we're taking it to the next level. 
This year you could choose over 40 different activities and track your progress on a handy mobile app. We have sweet swag to commemorate your journey, including tech shirts, baseball caps, hoodies, pins, patches, and challenge coins. All proceeds from these purchases support veterans and military families through the Veterans and Children Foundation. Head to legion.org slash 100 miles to get started. All right, and we are back with Anthony Price after our uh, quick commercial break. So, Ashley, you are up for round two now. All right, so I'm reading some of this bio. I'm super impressed. So June 26, you had your second annual Gold Star, or sorry, I got to read the abbreviation. So it's GSRF LAF ride. And in parentheses, it says long ass fundraiser. Please tell me more about this from your trip to Minneapolis to Canada and back. Well, it wasn't quite Canada. Okay. We, uh, there, w- there was a spot on the road where the sign said International Falls 30 miles that way to, to the north from where we were. But it was uh, 549.8 miles start to finish when we, when we wrapped that thing up and looked at the odometers. So 550 miles. Uh, we left out of the north end of the Twin Cities, and we went over along the St. Croix River, which separates Minnesota and Wisconsin. And we went north to uh, Cloquet, which is, uh, I don't know, a couple dozen miles south of Duluth. And then from there, we went straight north. Duluth would be northeast. We went straight north up to there, uh, went up to Cook, and then we were in the national forest that, are, that exists up in northern Minnesota. And we went west, oh, a couple hundred miles on one of them roads that uh, I think we probably saw upwards of 2,000 lakes that we had to drive around. You know, there's 13,000 lakes in Minnesota. So we saw an awful lot of them. And then uh, a little teeny tiny town of Effie, E-F-F-I-E, uh, where they have the statue of Minnesota's new state bird, um, which was a six-foot mosquito about 15 feet off the ground. Uh, anyway, if you look at our Instagram feed, you can see a 30-second video that I shot there of the giant mosquito. And then we went south from there. Um, I think it was about 50 or 60 miles to the Continental Divide that exists in north-central Minnesota. On one side of that little hill, uh, the rivers run to Canada. On the other side of that little hill, the rivers run to the Gulf of Mexico. Wow, that's, that's uh, amazing. Uh, so yeah, Continental Divide, that's, that's kind of what that is. And while we were standing at the rest stop that marks the Continental Divide, we got to visit with the first of our two Gold Star families for that day. Um, and the Gold Star Ride Foundation, it's, I think it's okay for me to say this at this point. The Gold Star Ride Foundation is not a part of any government agency. We don't receive any government money any government funding whatsoever. Uh, we do receive a, an incredible amount of support in all ways from the American Legion. Uh, but uh, so because we're not part of the federal government, we don't, we get to play fast and loose with DOD rules. So DOD, if I can say this with um, my, my research says, so give me a little bit of room to be incorrect about this, but my research says that according to DOD, gold stars are only awarded to immediate family members of KIA. Um, And they have another pin that they call next of kin, which applies to anyone who died in the military through training accidents or friendly fire or anything that wasn't um, generated by the enemy. Um, And then they, anybody else who falls into different cracks, the DOD doesn't have anything to do with them. Our organization gets to play fast and loose with the rules. We have two, two rules that we use to just, determine if somebody is a gold star one did they put on a uniform two was there a funeral 
And if those two questions are answered with a yes, then they are a gold star to our organization. And I had to say this right now because the family that we met at the Continental Divide was made a gold star because of effects of Agent Orange brought home from Vietnam. Uh, they were made a gold star, I think, two years ago. And to be able to honor that family, to be able to honor families that, particularly Vietnam, uh, there's just a great big spot in my heart to do anything I can for anybody who served in Vietnam or their families. Um, but uh, so we got to honor that guy in uh, uh, Leon. We got to honor Leon. Remember, I like to say their names. Uh, Leon and his family up there at uh, um, the Continental Divide. And from there, we went down through Grand Rapids, then around one of the largest lakes in Minnesota. Lake Mille Lacs has a 27-mile span. And then from there, we went down to Princeton and then cut east over to Amory, Wisconsin, where I got to meet Jeremy's father, Byron. Uh, and I spoke about him just a little bit ago. And then from there, we went about 30 more miles and there was a band playing for us. So, so we had a big welcome when we arrived there at about, uh, we got there at 8.55 p.m. We started at 5.30 in the morning and we arrived at the concert at 8.55 p.m. So that was 550 miles. And, and that's what we did that day. Uh, an incredible ride. And, you know, apart from my poor motorcycle being low on maintenance and ending up spending most of that ride in the trailer, um, it was, it was a, it was a pretty good day. And yeah, we, we only do one fundraiser a year and we call it our laugh ride, LAF long ass fundraiser in 2020 during the COVID thing, our long ass fundraiser had 15 motorcycles, including two gold stars. Um, go 1,017 miles in 21 hours. Wow. That's, I'm trying to, I'm yeah. not great More at than 1,000 in a that's, day. And, um, oh, wow. I don't know. Can I show you this patch? The round one? See I see that? it. For those watching the video, round patch. Okay. Which Very says cool. uh, Iron Butt Association, world's toughest bikers. I earned that patch that day that I went 1,017 miles in 21 hours. As a matter of fact, everybody on that ride did. I didn't know that I didn't know that that was a thing, but that's super cool. Yeah. There's that's a, awesome. there's an actual nonprofit organization called the iron butt association and they iron office butt. out of Florida. No way. Sorry, Look I got at a, you. I, I got a rubber it. band stuck in the so wheel passionate. of my chair when I so stood up. Passionate. I love anyway, it. Anyway, the, yeah, the, so the iron butt association, you sent, you go do a ride like that. You save all your gas receipts and you mark where you're going and you do all this stuff and you gotta, you gotta follow all their protocols and then you mail it all into them. And then they go through the work of verifying it. They actually call the gas station and say, do you remember seeing a bunch of motorcycles pull in at 1215 on this day? So they, they do the due diligence to make sure that it's a legitimate thing before they send that patch out. Not very many people get to wear that patch. And, um, awesome. yeah, they got a crap load of rides. So if you're really into distance riding and you want to, um, earn some kudos along the way, uh, I think you can go to ironbuttassociation.org or Google it or Yahoo search it or whatever you do. Um, and they have about 40 different rides, including stuff like the Atlantic ocean to the Pacific ocean in 48 hours. I, my brain yeah, can't that's, even process that. That's, that's, that's so I, I might have that wrong. It might be like 56 <laughs> hours. But it's, it's, uh, it's like three days, um, so or 60 hours, maybe that's it, 3,000 miles in 60 hours, um, Atlantic to the Pacific. That's just one of their many, many rides. And the guy, we, we have a volunteer who comes on board, and he organizes all our rides. We call him our volunteer ride director, and he put together the plan for us to earn the Iron Butt Patch last year, and he put together the route for us to see 
um, everything that we saw on our laugh ride on June 26th this year. That's incredible. Ironbutt.org. I just, I pulled it up. So, so ironbutt.org. Yeah. And if you go there, they have a whole bunch of them. If you want to do some riding and do some, there's a whole bunch of them. And you say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, look at this one is 1500 miles in 24 hours. I can do that. Actually, the guy who did our, our happy Dan is his moniker. Happy Dan um, has earned 15 uh, saddle sores, which is a thousand miles in a day. He's earned six saddle sore golds. He's one of, uh, he was the 81st person to ride his motorcycle and put the kickstand down in 49 States in less than 10 days. Um, he's ridden his motorcycle from the Atlantic ocean to the Pacific from Eastern Maine to Alaska across Canada in five days. And he's the only person on earth who's ever done that ride twice. Hmm. So, and he's done all of this stuff in the last five years. Spent a little time in the army back in the eighties, and that might have something to do with it. Uh, <laughs> so, Jeff, if, we, if you did it, you'd be the first Marine, right? I have a, uh, I have a. Uh, first of all, to be clear, it's because I need to, I need to have a pretty clean search history, uh, browser history. It's ironbutt.org. Right. Right. O R G. Yeah, I don't want to put anything wrong and have no, probably things not. popping up on my screen. But I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think I've earned a plywood butt because I, I drove in a car from Michigan to here in about two and a half days. Well, see now, so listen, Marine, if you were in the Air Force, you'd get a ribbon for that. Right. <laughs> and so, it would qualify as his PT test. So, right. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so besides... Besides doing all that, I mean, I've never wanted a motorcycle except to have an iron butt patch. I just think that's probably the coolest thing ever. And I've noticed on your favorites, because I, I go back, I, list, I actually listen to what my, my fellow hosts say. And you were talking about uh, your favorite rides. And mm-hmm. I realized I've, not even, I've never been to those states. I have never been to North you, Dakota. I've never well, been. Well, we didn't mention North Dakota. We mentioned but, South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota. Sorry. I've never, oh. I've, I haven't been to a Dakota ever. Okay. Well, Although you know, Mark that, wants us, can I, can I throw this out go there? Do you know the difference a, between North and South Dakota? I have a lot of friends in the Dakotas. Do you know the difference between North Dakota and South Dakota? No. South Dakota has the tree, right? There are none in North Dakota. <laughs> oh, the tree, <laughs> the tree. Yeah. And, you know, Mark and of course wants us to a, go there and do a show. Yeah. He wants us to do a show at the, uh, Mount Rushmore. It's my favorite. It's my favorite place. Oh yeah, that's that would be awesome. You should go. Go and do that. Super producer holiday. Get that in the budget. Uh, You know, I call up the American Legion in Deadwood. I'm pretty sure there's one there, and they'll set you up. You can. There is. There is one there. There you go. Which brings me. Which brings me to my question. You had mentioned before that the American Legion has been supportive of you. I'm. I'm wondering in what ways do you do you ride with a lot of Legion riders? Do they? uh, Are they part of your organization? I have ridden with a lot of Legion riders. Um, I don't always ride with American Legion riders. Um, I tell you, the, the, uh, I'm, I'm a member of the American Legion at large because I don't know which post I'm going to stop into next because I'm all over. I, again, I've been to post 43 in Hollywood. Um, that's a, in fact, that's a, isn't that building like 130 years old or something? One of the first yeah. buildings that was built not on quite the that, hill. Not isn't quite it? that old because the, the American Legion isn't that old, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, our post is the same age as the American Legion. That building, but, but that was building was built. That. The building was built before the Legion had it, right? It was built for something no. else first, wasn't it? No, 
that was always built to be a legion. Yep. That building is just gorgeous. Gorgeous building. Anyway, um, um, I, <laughs> back in 2018, I stopped in an American Legion and I, uh, I, I rang the bell and I walked up to the bar and I was just going to introduce myself because I was, in fact, that day I had visited with three Gold Star families in that region. And uh, so I just wanted to introduce myself to the commander and let him know what we were doing and stuff like that. And this was, you know, back in 2018. Um, but I walked up to the bar and I said, hi, I'm Tony from the Gold Star Right Foundation. And they said, where's your membership card? And I said, well, I don't have one. I'm not a member. And they said, there's the door. Don't let it hit you in the butt on the way out. And they literally told me I had to leave. Mm-hmm. Just like that. I didn't get to introduce myself to anybody. They told me I had to leave. And I said, well, from here on in, uh, <laughs> we'll be a member at large. And uh, I've been carrying the card in my pocket to be a member at large ever since. But uh, that was the only experience I had that was anything like that. I did. I talked to some people out at Hollywood where you're at and came out there and uh, did a book signing. Um, I've been in American legions all over the place. The, the one in Phoenix. Oh, shoot. Is the name skips it, one named after the football player. Um, Pat, the Pat Tillman post, Pat Tillman post. I spoke at that location twice. And, uh, you know, more locally, for example, uh, Post 566, Lionel Lakes, Minnesota, incredible organization, uh, just cut us a check to make sure that we could stay on the road for a little bit longer. Um, that, and, and we get the kind of support and, and they're happy to pat us on the back and give us something to eat whenever we go anywhere. Uh, the Post in Crystal River, Florida, which is on the Gulf side of Florida, uh, amazing post there. I went in and met the commander. That he army ranger jumped out of an airplane 2,800 times. Who would do that? A perfectly good airplane. So he just jumps out 2,800 times. Wow. We, we have some amazing people taking care of us outside of our borders. We really, really do. Um, but yeah, so the American Legion has been very, very good to me uh, with the exception, that one exception. And I don't think they'll kick me out next time I stop there uh, because I have the card in my pocket now. Uh, well, that's like but, a, yeah. that's a good note to post. You never know who yeah. you're kicking out. I, <laughs> I would have just, <laughs> wow. I would have tried to sign you up. I would have whipped out my phone. Went to, I've had this, I've yeah. had the same thing happen and I'm a national employee. So they're like, where's your card? I was like, Oh, I don't have it in my wallet. That's happened. Well, you know, their rules are in place for a reason and people are told to enforce them for a reason. I, it's not my job to know what those reasons are. Um, so I, I certainly don't harbor any ill will, uh, but it's a fun story to tell. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, where can where can people uh, find you if they want to look up the program and they want to be kind of a part of it, and or they happen to be a you gold know. star family and would love a visit? Where where should they start? Well, you know, the easiest place to get started is goldstarride.org. Um, that's kind of yeah, all our contact information is there. Our street address, our phone number, our email address, everything is right there. If you want to help financially, there are donate buttons right there. Uh, in fact. I think it is until we're, we're, this is pre-recorded, right? So everybody listening, we, we did this a little bit ago. Um, but uh, as of this recording date, the day that we're recording this, there are um, still ways to contribute uh, just to the writers that you want to help um, with it because we have a little contest when we do our laugh ride. So all the guys that participated in the, the laugh ride, their pictures are there. You can click right on their picture and donate right through them. So they get the credit for it. So that's kind of cool. Um, it gets credit. From our perspective, they get credit for it. From your credit card's perspective, it's always a donation to the Gold Star Ride Foundation, which is a 501c3. Uh, last I checked, we were still in good standing with the IRS. Um, and uh, we're always looking for 
uh, a little bit of help to make our jobs a little bit easier. Uh, but in the meantime, we just keep on plugging. We just, just keep going. Roger that. All right. Well, Anthony, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, for everyone else, we will be back in 30 seconds. But again, Anthony, thank you for joining oh. us. We really appreciate it. One, one more thing real quick. Yes, sir. Uh, after the 2018 ride, when I was out on the road for 56 days, I did write this book. And this book is still available on uh, the goldstarride.org website. And we had talked about it with Jeff because I did a book signing out there. The Hollywood Post. 43. What's the name of the book? The book is called Yours Very Sincerely and Respectfully. The title was stolen from Abraham Lincoln's Bixby letter. Yep. And if you recall that letter, that I believe that is the first time a commander in chief recognized a gold star family, even though he didn't call him a gold star family. So that's uh, that Bixby letter is important to us. And I stole his closing notes to be the title of our book. Yours very <laughs> sincerely and respectfully. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate everything that you do. And it was a lot of fun to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Did you know that you could cut a five-pointed star in one snip? Betsy Ross did. Learn her secret and many other things you might not know about Old Glory in the American Legion's bookazine, Indivisible, the story of our flag. Available at legion.org forward slash emblem sales. All right, Ashley. What is your major takeaway from our discussion with Anthony? So Anthony is so passionate and, you know, very seldom do we come across folks who are just so driven and servant leaders in our community. I mean, obviously being a part of American Legion, we come across folks every day who are doing amazing things in the community. But, you know, when Anthony was talking, he was just so it just lit up, you know, for those who are watching the video, he's just lighting up. He loves what he does. And I think that there's something really important about what he's doing in the community, giving back to gold star families, um, about the organization that he's co-founded and just, you know, being a veteran in the situation where, you know, he does what he loves and he's able to combine that passion and purpose. Jeffrey. I was, uh, I was kind of taken aback by his, willingness and leadership in expanding what families they honor and not just the the very strict uh, guidelines that the DOD has right. and that he takes that message far and wide and and also I never thought that I'd find an appropriate use of the word iron butt but I am glad now that I have that in my tool chest so thank you Mr. Price. Yeah, and for me, uh, I, th I think we need to do a second show from the uh, the mountains in Arkansas. I'm a, a big fan of going out to Arkansas sometime. No, I, you're right, though. He's very genuine. He very much enjoys what he's doing. Uh, the iron butt thing, I'm, try I'm just trying to remember if I've done that far in a day on a motorcycle. I've done some pretty long, stupid rides. I don't know that I've made it a 1,000 miles before, but hoofa, that would be... That would be something. All right, folks. Well, we will talk to you next week. Ashley, Jeff, thank you very much for joining me. Everybody else, uh, don't forget to listen to us and rate us. More important than anything else, start rating us. Uh, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you happen to listen to them. And again, rate and review us. If you want some to give us some feedback, you can comment on YouTube or Facebook, or you can send us an email at tangoalphalima at legion.org. Folks, we will see you next week. Bye.